cool. I think I'm ready. <laughs> right when you turned it. <laughs> All right. Well, that's they won't know the difference. They might. They might. They will once it turns off. <laughs> hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to the is, podcast. Uh, this is the the podcast this called. Is, we're doing it. Called Weed and Whiskey, the it, podcast. Uh, yeah, that's what we're. Yeah. <laughs> my name. My that's, name's Casey Strain. Oh, I got my intro in before you this I'm, time. I'm proud. I'm trying. This is a whole thing I'm trying to learn to do. What? Sit back? Yeah, just let it happen, Let dude. the jokes come to you? No, just shutting up more. <laughs> just just be Just shutting the fuck up. Yeah, just... Uh, just shutting the fuck <laughs> uh, I'm Josh T. Ford. Here we are. We're doing the podcast. Um, <clears throat> yeah, like... It's just... Okay, it's kind of like spirit crushing in a way. Right? Because, like, your whole young life, you're told, like, hey, stick up for what's right. If you see something, say something. Right. Like, basically everyone's like, hey. But at some point. <laughs> but at some point in your 20s, you're okay, supposed you to learn. You said too much. Yeah, you're supposed to learn to just, no one cares. Yeah. But I never learned that. And I just kept, like, giving my opinion all the time into my 30s. And what I learned eventually was exactly that that it <laughs> no one cares yeah and it's you only like get it's like you only get to voice your opinion a certain number of times about a certain issue yeah and then people go to the get to the point where they're like oh god here we go again here we fucking go we're gonna hear right. why french bread's better than sourdough again well yeah it's not really a debate <laughs> clearly no <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I'm so weirdly stoked for this. I, I, it was a special surprise just for you. I appreciate it. So tell tell the listeners what went about, like, because if they know me and some of them do, they know that I have a weird attraction to Southern comfort, right? Which is like kind of gross or has been. It's over the over the years, it's been really gross. Right, like uh, it's. Uh. But they've taken, the company that owns it has taken it back to what it used to be, which is actual whiskey. That and tastes not, fucking great. <laughs> not just I mean, you drink flavored, that. It's not just flavored grain alcohol anymore. Okay. It tastes, you know what, I have a an immediate, like, uh, comparison. Yeah. And it tastes like the difference between, like, uh... A Mexican soda and a U.S. soda. Oh, yeah. Like, it's... We've been, we've been drinking the U.S. Southern Comfort. I mean, that's... <laughs> like, it's still sweet. Like, it, that's right. still undoubtedly sweet. But, but it's not as aggressively like... <laughs> I mean, that... I'll get you in trouble. Plus, with this is the 100 proof, right. too, Which is also new. Is it? Yeah. Is it, though? I think... Or did they used to have 80 and 90? Because I knew they always had two yeah. two grades. But 100, I don't know. Fuck, man. That went down crazy smooth. 100 proof. Non-genuine, but mine. I don't know what that's supposed to mean, but I love it. This isn't something that I would drink every day, but... The flavor of whiskey made comfortable. Bold, balanced, and delicious, unlike any other. <laughs> Try your comfort... On the rocks. 
Which we which we're doing. Which we are doing. But we also have lime here and cola, which I got both just in case it was nasty. <laughs> right. Well, and it a good base cover. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> you never want to like give the liquor like too much credit. Right. It's it's nice to be surprised. We know your past Southern comfort. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're how I got in trouble in college. <laughs> you're the reason I didn't pass chemistry twice. <laughs> God, I can't imagine having to take chemistry twice. That class I remember sucks. doing my la- a lab report at like after I got home from the bars. Right. One night, out in Pullman, I get home at like two in the morning. Sure. Realize that I have chemistry homework due after my eight o'clock class the next day. Fuck yeah, bro. And guess what? I finished it, and I got an A, and I don't remember how to do it to this oh. day. I don't fucking remember none of that chemistry. <laughs> ah. Coasters. I forget that it's a glass table and we don't want to... I'm trying to blast them out. Right. Well, this is a, a nice surprise. Uh, you can almost taste the whiskey. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. It's, it's definitely sweet enough that you're not getting, like, the burn from the oak. Right. But, like... I don't know, something about, like, after you've let it sit for a while, like, as you're breathing on it. Mm-hmm. I don't know, does that make sense? Yeah. You can kind of get the whiskey flavor as an aftertaste. Mm-hmm. Once the sweetness settles down, yeah. you can, like, oh, I am drinking whiskey. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, God, that thing is fucking kicking out the jams, yeah. dude. I'm right in front of it. <laughs> Picked the wrong, picked the wrong seat. Oh no! It's just kicking out the jams. It's fine. No. Did you go out for Halloween, Josh? Oh, there's the weed. Uh, you know, I did go out for Halloween. Uh, we had a party at Mike Schneider's. Oh, yeah. And it was not super heavily attended, but that's okay. That did not bother me. Yeah. Um, there was a good group of people that came if that makes sense yeah so that was cool uh we did comedy at it because why, why not why not yeah <laughs> people like that shit and uh i don't know i i really went all out this year on my costume oh yeah mm-hmm. what'd you dress as I dress as a guy who found a beanie in his hat that had Viking horns on it. Or <laughs> in my room, I found a beanie that has Viking horns on it. I've seen that hat. Yeah. Yeah. So, I wore that hat. And I was like, yep, you fill it in. Right? Mm-hmm. Whatever you think I am before you get to me, that's what I am. I don't want Every to... time someone asks, are you this? Yes. Yes, yes I am. Of course. It's pretty yes. funny. I'm like, yeah. Yes, I'm a party bison. Yep, whatever you need to know, that's me. Uh, you know, and there were some people with some serious effort in costume. It's like, there's always like a couple people who put in way too much effort. I do, I usually go pretty hard. 
on the yeah, costume. Yeah, you had a great costume. I, yeah, I was pretty proud of it. I thought of it Saturday afternoon. Whoa. And got it put together. For those of you who aren't my following me on Instagram, you should. And then Which you, you should. see. How can they follow uh, you on Instagram, Casey? Just find Casey with an underscore strain. Okay. See, look at that. We're getting extra plugs in right? this stuff. Yeah. This is... This is Fucking said, getting professional. This is you do showbiz. Yeah. <laughs> We're putting the business in showbiz. Uh, but it was a toe. I was a foot. My head was... The second toe in a flip-flop. There you go. And people loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Saw a lot of paper mache effort. No. Was that paper mache? What was that? Uh, it was pantyhose stuffed with polyfill, like the... Oh, yeah. for the toes? For the toes. Oh, okay. And That's a lot easier. And I don't mean that really it didn't easy. take any effort, but like making not, it out of paper mache would have been fucking I don't do I don't do paper mache for that reason. Right. Partly because you have to think three weeks ahead of time. Yeah, like I remember making a paper mache puppet in grade school yeah. and being like, I'm probably done with this. <laughs> Your once a week art class that yeah. took the whole year. Yeah, like, I'm probably done making these and anything out of this form, this medium as well. Some people are really good at it. Oh. I'm not. Right. It's, it's a patience <clears throat> issue. Right. Some people are sculptors, even <laughs> shitty ones. Whereas I'm not a sculptor. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's certain things where, like, you just have to know what your strengths and weaknesses are. Right. And it's not that I couldn't, I'm sure, put some time into sculpture and get somewhere out of it. I'm not an <laughs> idiot idiot. Like, just a regular old idiot. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know. I think the one reason I would do a costume or anything out of paper mache is so that when someone asks, what's that made of? I can say it's made of papier mache. Mm-hmm. The real pronunciation. Papier mache. Yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, no reason to do it whatsoever. Well, something weird is happening with this to me, which is that it seems to somehow get worse as it opens up. As, yeah. Is that weird? <laughs> that is the weirdest shit I've ever seen or I've seen, <laughs> thought of, thing. I'm fucking perplexed. Like, it was so, like, it was a little oversweet, but very palatable. Mm hmm. And now as the lime and the water from the cubes are seeping into it, it's getting worse. <laughs> and it's, I'm so mystified maybe, by that. I'm so mad. <laughs> yeah, maybe the thing is they have it just dialed in mm -hmm. for where it needs to be on its own. Mm -hmm. But like... They tell you to drink it on the rocks. Yeah, they do tell you that, don't they? They didn't say put lime in it. That's true. Maybe That's the, their old... Maybe the lime... Yeah, maybe the lime was like the... What saved it for so many years before. Well, admittedly, when I drank it... With lime... It wasn't like sipping. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying I pound a whole... Straight but like, up pound. What was it that you would drink? Well, I would... Soco and root beer? No, was I do Soco and Coke. Yeah. And I'd like Soco and lime. Like, even like some soda and roses... Oh, yeah. It's like a kind of nice little spritz. Mm -hmm. um, well, I mean, overall a success. It's It looks... They've definitely improved their product. Right, and it looks more translucent. 
Like it seems yeah, it used to look slightly like maple syrup. less <laughs> opaque. Yeah, now it looks like now it looks like actual maple syrup. Yeah, and that's not we're looking just like, so everyone knows we're looking through a clear bottle. Right. So it's not like we're no no it's a clear bottle but as like so at my work we get like uh, shitty syrup. Yeah. And good syrup. You mix it. And we mix it so that we get more yeah. overall really decent syrup. Because good maple syrup is like... Fucking It's like, expensive. holy shit, that's what maples taste like. It, dude, it, yeah. I hadn't had legit, like, actual maple syrup yeah. in so long that I, it blew my mind. There's like a brightness to it. Yeah. It tastes like... When it goes in your mouth, the first thing you think of after, oh, that's sweet, is this comes from a plant. This is plant. Yeah. Like, it's not just, like, <laughs> so much just corn syrup with food coloring and flavors. Right. <laughs> it's just, like, it's crazy. And I've heard weird stuff about if you can get it at B grade, it's, like, the best. Like, the extra refining that happens to take it to A grade. Yeah. Strip some shit out of it that you kind of want in yeah. there. But I guess like B grade maple syrup is weirdly healthy for you. Has a bunch of like plant nutrients in it. Oh yeah, cool. which makes sense because it's the, just condensed yeah. sap. Yeah. So have plant stuff in it. All right. You got, did you know that Canada has like one? It's like the same way that our state used to do liquor. You can only distribute through one. Oh. Uh, entity. Really? So they have like people who try like maple syrup producers who try to do their their own thing independently uh-huh. will get fined and like they have officers that go out and they enforce it. Like they go out to the farms and and like stop you from selling your uh, syrup if you're not going through the oh sure through the government channel. I mean, it's stupid <clears throat> in a way, but it makes sense in a way too. Because it's like a, a product, like yeah. Canadian maple syrup. Yeah, it's the brand. Kind it's, of, a, it's like the brand for the whole country. Yeah, it's kind of like feta cheese is from Greece. Right. Doesn't mean you can't make feta cheese in a factory yeah. fucking like anywhere else. Right. Has to be from France. Right, and there are things that I definitely understand, like you know, because there's like the animals or the products that you're you know make the the. Ingredients for the ba- final product are shaped by the region they come from. Right. You know, so the terroir in the Champagne region of France is going to be different than Napa. Right. And just because you can make a sparkling white wine in Napa, I get that it isn't technically Champagne, but right. I'm also not a guy who like gets really crazy on enforcing that kind of <laughs> shit. Yeah. If that makes sense. Got too much other shit to worry about. Right. I mean, yeah. for some people, that's their livelihood, and I get why they would freak out about it. Like, you're making feta cheese in China? Fuck off. <laughs> okay? <laughs> I Picture that, uh, the feta cheese agent going to, <laughs> going to the cheese shop, tasting it, and being like, this is not... This is not it, bro. This tastes not of grease. Mm, I don't taste the fucking dirty, sweaty arm hair in here, dude. <laughs> Not this doesn't taste like. It's uh, not made by a hairy man in a right. white tank top. <laughs> could be Italy, but it's Greece. <laughs> it could be anywhere on the Mediterranean. Yeah, just, but it has to come from there. We can talk. We can talk. Oh man.
Uh, so, and then for the cannabis portion of what we're doing, um, this is a presidential OG. Oh. Um, from Avidus. Presidential? Presidential OG named for Obama. Ah. Uh, I believe named for Obama. Yeah, I think, I think he Obama might be the country. only one you could... Maybe Clinton. Right. But... But, I, you know, I'm not Obama's here. the only one that has, like, actual photos. Yeah, he didn't deny it. Yeah. He wasn't like, oh, yeah, I... He was smart enough to go, you know what? Somebody's probably got a photo of this if they're asking me about it. And I, uh... I didn't used to believe Bill Clinton either. Not smoking it, but not inhaling it. Yeah. <clears throat> Until I talked to, uh... I've talked to two people now. Out of everyone I've talked to about this, who in how their, many have you talked to? Not specifically Probably. about Bill Clinton, but about weed smoking, yeah. lots. <laughs> so I I can't give a solid number, but let's say it's over two hundred. Yeah. So the sample size is in the low single digit percentage points. Right. Uh, I have encountered more than one person too, indeed, who were able to draw the smoke into their mouth, but somehow didn't make the connect to inhale it. To inhale. <laughs> Like, they smoked it like a cigar. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess Bill Clinton could have smoked it like a cigar, which no one fucking believes. Yeah, well, I could see it, like... But it's first, a weird plausible first timer. Right, and that's what... It, they're like. They're telling me, like, well, I smoked weed, like, three or four times before I got high, because I just... Cause I didn't know to inhale it. <laughs> and then my friend was like, treat the joint like a straw, idiot. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, no problem. And I took the biggest hit I ever, and they're like, oh, and you're like, okay, yeah. yeah, okay, for, yeah. But that's how I smoked cigarettes for a long time, just because I wanted to appear like to I was smoking. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> wanted to be, no, I had to quit smoking weed for probation, and I needed, like, that oral, like, yeah. there's something really soothing about, like, the ritual of smoking. Right. In general. Yeah. Whether you smoke weed or cigarettes or whatever, like... There's like a ritual. Yeah. Even if it's just like a little, you know what I mean? It's like a, but you it's have, like a five minute tea ceremony. I think that's yeah. the best reasoning I've ever heard for people <laughs> to smoke cigarettes. Yeah. Is like, as long as you can keep it under wraps, if people are like, I get a little break to myself. Yeah. Every like couple hours. I just. I thought about starting to smoke cigarettes. <laughs> Just to get the bonus. periodically, I have the thought it's like I do like staying around waiting sometimes, mm -hmm. and it would be nice to have just literally something anything to do, to do. <laughs> fully there, which is probably why fidget spinners are becoming such a thing. <clears throat> fidget spinners and fidget cubes, I think, are great. I get it, they're yeah. fucking kind of douchey. Okay, I'm not. I'm not gonna deny that. I totally understand where, like, if you're able to exercise enough and have a calm mind where you can sit in the DMV, just be fine for 45 minutes. <laughs> fucking good on you, dude. I'm super proud of you. But some of us live in the modern world where just existing, you develop neuroses. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I, I, I don't know. For me, it's, it's, I don't need a fidget spinner because I smoke weed. Right. Like, I don't know that weed makes you more okay 
with like underachieving. <laughs> I don't think that's necessarily true. Okay. But I will say that it makes you a lot more okay with being bored. Yeah. Because you're high. You're like I'm not getting anything done, but it's still awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't doing shit, but this is a great moment. I mean, that is the real trap right. for people that smoke weed on the daily. Yeah. Is waking up and like doing your wake and bake and then falling into that easy, easy mental math of being like, Well, it's my day off. I can what's yeah. it nine? I'm just gonna smoke one more bowl and then at ten I'll get on it, and then at 10, you're, like, really high still. So you're, like, well, 10.30, probably. <laughs> yeah. And then you're, like, sitting around, and you're, like, waiting for 10.30, but you forgot that's what you were doing, so then so you, you smoke, smoke again. again. <laughs> yeah, and then you're, like, all of a sudden it's 1.30, and you're, like, fuck, I was supposed to get a haircut in the morning. <laughs> and then rake those, le- holy shit. And then you're, like, well, fuck, it's almost 2, so... I fucking missed that. I'm not going to get all these leaves done today if yeah. I didn't start by 11, so yeah. I might as well just get fucking high. I want to do a quarter of the leaves. Right. look like an idiot. Right. <laughs> Even though that's a way Plus, better idea. There's more leaves on that tree that are going to fall overnight. Yeah, so fuck it, man. <laughs> that's the trap, right? Yeah, like, yeah. And I go through that trap without weed. Right, and that's what I'm... That's like whenever someone's... Because I find, I leaves, find I'm like, shit to do. I'm like, there, people... If a person's... Lazy. <clears throat> Weed isn't going to help them. Right. But it isn't going to make a good person lazy. Right. It's yeah. not going to make a productive person less productive. No. And, and I mean, this is super cliche, but some of the most productive people I know also consume some of the most amount of cannabis. Right. For some people, it's a motiv- It's like the motivation to yeah, like, do shit. I got a buddy who grows weed. And has, like, he'll put weed in his smoothies at breakfast. Like, he eats weed. He swears by putting weed in your smoothie. And <laughs> I gotta say, for anyone that has enough weed sitting around right. to just throw it in their smoothie, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Like, it's not like a intoxication thing. Yeah, It's like a wheatgrass, kind of like a, whoa, I feel <laughs> fucking good, bro. I feel good. It's weird, yeah. but I'm like, you know, I don't have that much money or weed. <laughs> uh, or smoothie. No, I got plenty of smoothie, bro. <laughs> smoothie isn't the issue. I'm stoked because they, uh, on the weed front, they, did you hear they're talking about home grow? Uh, I didn't hear that. Yeah, there's like something going around in the state so that you'd maybe be able to get four plants. Cool. And what was it before? Zero. Sorry. I thought they had. If you're medical, oh, if you're medical, grow. yeah. Okay. But this would just be for private citizens, because we're the only state with legal weed that doesn't have home grow. <laughs> so come on, Washington. I mean, it's kind of a bummer. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, we did get legal weed, but we got it one of the worst ways. Yeah. Like, if that makes sense, like. It would have been way cooler to have done it, like Colorado did it, where instead of this thing where we're like, well, this isn't illegal here anymore, Colorado's like, this is your right as a citizen of Colorado. Right. This is just a thing here. So, <laughs> welcome to Colorado. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, the campaign up here was a lot different. Like, the campaign in Washington uh, centered around <clears throat> assuming the people who were going to vote yes were going to vote yes. 
Right. And going after the people, the swing in the middle who were like, I don't care if stoners smoke, but they better get DUIs and they better not be selling it to kids and blah, 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 yeah, blah, and it was based on that and tax revenue. Well, right. And it's hell. I would say it's held up on all that shit. Yeah. It seems harder to get weed as a kid now. Like, it seems like as hard to get weed now as a kid as alcohol. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you have to know someone. It's not yeah. just, like, every dude who's in 18 to 20 has weed, and he's mm. like, hey, I see you have a backpack on at the bus station. Are there drugs in that? And can <laughs> I buy some? <laughs> like, don't get me wrong, there's definitely people selling black market weed. Right. I'm definitely a person who buys some. But, like, convenience factor, let's yeah. say it's Sunday... 7 p.m. on a Sunday. Cool. Not to say that your weed dealer wouldn't be stoked to give you some weed. But, you know, like, why are you hassling this motherfucker? Yeah. You know what I mean? He's an adult human, too. (laughs) Whereas there are people who have already committed to being at a store. Like, this is what they (laughs) planned on doing with their day. Yeah. It's just regular business hours of them. And you can make the argument that people shouldn't have to work on the weekends, and that's fine. I'm all ears to that. But... Here we are in a world where they do. Yeah. It's just so much easier to like, oh, fuck, I'm going to go buy a joint. Yeah. Uh, What's up? Just passing through. Are you? Have you seen my weasel? We did see the weasel. (laughs) If we hadn't said there was a weasel in the room. I know, right? People would have read into that. (laughs) True, true, true. Cool. I'm mixing mine with Coke. I can't handle it. I, I think that's a smart play, bro. I'm proud of you for what you already did. You know? Uh, so what's how's life going? It's pretty good. I'm finally uh, figuring out the old work schedule. Yeah? So cool. that it's easier to get to like the open mic at the club, especially. Right. Running the light I'm, yesterday. I made the change to just uh, not work Wednesdays nice. anymore. And just be like, hey guys, this is what has to happen. Yeah, yeah and it's yeah. fine. Everyone's fine with it. Yeah, In fact, it works out better for, for In fact, it's fucking all parts. better. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so. Sweet, dude. <clears throat> so, I'll, I'll be around. I'm excited. I usually make it to the open mic, but it's, yeah. I don't get, I don't get the hour-long camaraderie before, before, right. before like, people... Yeah, I have to say I'm kind of impressed with people. Now, granted, it's not winter yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, but, like, you still need to get there Yeah. before 6.30, really. Yeah. You can chance it, depending on the weather, but, you know, what, yesterday... At 6.30, there was like 20-something people in line. Yeah, there 18, like... 29 people in <laughs> including like the host and me is the, on the light. It's almost 30. Which is a lot of fucking people. <laughs> so, I congratulate, like I applaud the audience for sticking around for most yeah. of it, too. That's like... I couldn't do it, man. <laughs> I like, uh... I've managed to cut back on my drinking mm-hmm. and not stop. Like, I managed to just take my foot off the gas of, like, a degree. 
Right. If that makes sense. To where, like... <clears throat> like, I don't think I finished my third beer last night because I was like... Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, like, one an hour isn't, like, <laughs> going crazy. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. There's something about... Oh, you know what it was? Is they accidentally gave me the big beer first. Uh. So it must have thrown off my calculations a little. <laughs> I can't believe they're doing that. I mean, I'm stoked. It's fucking it makes sense in a way. Yeah. Like, cause their whole thing is like, we're not gonna ram drinks down you and make you a terrible audience. Right. Like, please have drinks. We're stoked for it. Well, then I I think it's probably really good. It's probably good for the servers if it's packed. Yeah. Cause somebody can get a big beer and then they're not like. They're not down in a pint really fast. It's extra time, dude. Yeah. yeah. And that extra four ounces makes a difference. Yeah. Oh. What are you going to do tonight, Randy? I'm going to all three mics. She's going triple. to all three. The triple, triple dipper. Dip. The drip dip. Drip dip. For those of you that aren't aware, there is a mic at Chan's in Hilliard. Yeah. Once a month, is it? I think. I think it's once a month. Brandy didn't answer. It seems like it's been a couple weeks in a row now, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's every other week. Every other week, maybe? Yeah, Daryl's running it. Good for him. Good for Daryl. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah, man. That's what I like Darryl about Daryl. Burns. Daryl Burns just hustles. He doesn't give a shit. Yeah. He's not asking anyone's permission. He's and Not that yeah, you dude. need to, but he's just like, he's not making a big fuss about it. Yeah. Just like, all of a sudden, he was like, hey, there's an open mic at the other chance. <laughs> and you're like... All right. Cool. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, cool. Um, so I will say one thing I've noticed. This is just a, like a weirdly weed-centric podcast today. Do you see the difference in these two cartridges? Uh, like the just, mouthpiece? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like one's plastic, like a plastic uh, gotcha. tippy, and one's like got a metallic tip, like a glass case. Mm-hmm. So, like, this is, like, a nice thing that's happening in the market. These plastic shit ones (laughs) are now being bought, like, almost exclusively by, like, I don't want to call them shitty companies, but, like, lower tier. Yeah. Or lower budget, more budget. Yeah. And that's fine. And then, like, all the, like, the more premium cartridges Mm -hmm. are coming in these, like, metal mouthpiece like this looks like refillable and shit i don't know if it is but anyway it gives a way the fuck better hit (laughs) like to the point where when i plug this in this one from avidas i took like a regular length drag off it and like almost coughed up an organ because i was like whoa there was like like a double volume delivery which like I know that back in the day, all we wanted was to get as high as we could, but there's still a thing I think is too high. <laughs> you know, I well, still, yeah. I maintain that there is a too high. Uh, I also maintain you can get to a point where you lose that, if that makes sense. Right. Like, like tolerance? Yeah, once you develop like a good tolerance, like, I think that you can't get freak out and call the hospital high because you think you're dead like that cop did after he stole those weed brownies. <laughs> I'm dead. 
Yeah. Did you have you heard about that? <laughs> I heard like just Dude, that's so he calls nine one one and he's like, I think my wife and I are dead. We ate some wheat brownies. <laughs> You're like, Yeah, dude, probably. <laughs> sure this phone call is like paranormal, dude. <laughs> but when we were in college we went to Nelson for a ski trip. Yeah. Because Canada's awesome. And, uh, oh yeah, it steals shit and puts it in its nest. Mm. That's what weasels do. Anyway, there was a <laughs> shop, there was a head shop up there that was selling weed, just like on the, not quite on the DL, but yeah. <laughs> like you could just go into it and be like, can I buy a quarter of that weed, please? <laughs> and it was like 60 bucks Canadian, which back in the day was like a screaming deal because quarters were like 70 or 80 American. <laughs> So 60 Canadian, you were like, that's like, you're giving away weed, bro. And we got like, all I'm saying is like, we had enough weed to be frivolous with it for a weekend with the tolerances we had. And like, we got to a point where like, you could smoke a joint every 10 minutes (laughs) and not really get any real, like maybe for like a couple minutes after you smoked it, you'd be a little more high, but then you just settle right back into just maintaining really fucking high, bro. (laughs) I think there's like, you know, unless it's being rammed into you, kind of just like a max. You know. Yeah. That having been said, a guy did take a one ounce dab. <laughs> it's the most ridiculous video ever, because there's just like two, like cool, like two like Pyrex like coffers that are just like they got torches on them, and they just put so much fucking like goo in it and they just churn and bubble and churn and he's just like holy fucking it takes him like minutes to smoke it it's not like it all vaporizes and he like takes like one big massive like no dude he is just literally like only breathing through the mouthpiece of this thing for like three or four minutes like every breath just like (laughs) You'd like you'd think it was fucking fatal, and he's just like, "I'm done. <laughs> I'm done." I don't. I know, I, to be honest, it. I don't think he quite finishes it all. I think at a certain point he's just like, "No, <laughs> we're done here. Yeah, this is this is dumb." And it is. That's dumb. If you've got enough money and dabs that you're taking a whole ounce of dabs, my name is Josh T. Ford. You can find me on the internet. Send me your extra money and dabs. <laughs> you know, like. Don't be a fucking Grinch, dude. Yeah. Andrew Bergdorfer will appreciate it. <laughs> uh, someone told me we should put our guest shout out, like, or our listener quiz thing earlier. And I thought about it and I was like, that defeats the point. Right. Right? Like, we want to know. A teaser, who... we could say. There's going to be a quiz. Oh, yeah. Get ready for the quiz. Get ready for the quiz, motherfuckers. <laughs> Okay, this is all going really well. Um, So, as you can hear, we're still on the phone. The update is, when I moved, I lost the power cord. It was the most important Like, to the computer. (laughs) Well, the problem is is that there's one power cord, and so you can either, like, have a monitor, (laughs) right? Or have a computer. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like... Sure, it's nice to have the computer, but without the monitor, right. then we're, you know, 
You're just yelling in the dark. Right. <laughs> and you can't unplug the computer to plug the monitor in because then you're just right back at step one. Right. You can't switch back and forth. Right. Without... So I don't... <laughs> we got to either find one, which we think we might have done, or go to Best Buy, which yeah. is always my, like, last resort. <laughs> I had a good experience there the last time I was there. I want to leave it that. Yeah. Because after so many terrible ones, <laughs> it was like really nice to go in there and get a win. Like, uh, it turns out if you go into Best Buy and you buy not the most expensive gaming computer they have, but like the one just below that, like $700 instead of a grand. Yeah. It's a weirdly good deal. Like the company that makes them must get some kind of discount on the parts to where you can like you can maybe buy the components for the same build cheaper but like not really yeah like negligible 20 or 30 bucks and then uh, you don't have a warranty and you have to burn it in yourself it's because they're building them and right yeah they're making numbers. hundreds of them you know yeah. that's fine but like cool <laughs> that's nice because it used to be like a guaranteed fact that you could always build your own computer much much cheaper for a, the, a given level of performance. Right. And it's weird to see that they're kind of like noticing that there is a small demand for gaming equipment and be like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Might as well take these kids' money. Yeah. Rather than letting <laughs> Newegg get it or Tiger Especially if they learn, if a kid learns to like your brand, they grow, oh. up, they grow up and get a job. Dude, that's the whole... And then they can afford the... <laughs> and that's the, the whole thing. Like, I know people... Still culturally, we as a nation haven't <clears throat> fully caught on to esports as a yeah. thing. And that's fine. Isn't South Korea, it's like huge there? South Korea, uh, most of Europe, it's super huge in Brazil right now. Mm. Um, basically everywhere but here. Like, you know, it's yeah. gaining traction here. Like there's like weird celebrities putting a ton of money into it. Mm. But, like, you can tell there's been, a, like, a weird peak. We're going to break that threshold. Yeah. It's never going to be, like, football. Right. <laughs> like, in South Korea, it's, like, football. Right. Like, equivalent, right? Yeah. It's never going to be that here. But I think, like, TBS plays Counter-Strike <laughs> during <laughs> E-League. Like, on Friday, they have, like, a two-hour block of nerdy European and American kids playing video games. Funny. <laughs> yeah. And like, can you hear them interacting? No. You're just watching them play. Well, there's commentators. There's whole casting oh, crews. Okay. There's like multiple sets of crews. So like, there's like you can have your own preferred announcers and shit. <laughs> I mean, like uh, the Dota Two Invitational, or whatever. Their big tournament had a the prize pool was over like I think three million dollars this year. Damn. Yeah, right? I mean, for... <laughs> how fucking ridiculous. And, oh, dude, and, like... I don't know. It's silly. These people are making, like, three to $5,000 a month to play a video game competitively. Yeah. It's fucking cray. That shit cray. Mm-hmm. Oh, the liquor is working. If you would have told me that that would be a thing right? 20 years ago, I would have said, no way, Jose... <laughs> Yeah, I probably would have said that too 20 years ago. I'd have been like, fucking... 1997? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I mean, like... I was playing video games in 97. Yeah. But not over the internet. Right. I mean, that was... That was the game changer. Yeah. When you could start to play games... 
the same game with more yeah, people than my in brother's your house. roommates. I'd go when I would visit him. He played SOCOM like nonstop. Yeah, sure. Fuck yeah, dude. Like he'd call in sick to work. My brother wouldn't be sure if he'd be able to pay the rent. Because oh. <laughs> he wasn't working. Because <laughs> he was. I never got that bad. That guy didn't. might be. Maybe that guy's making money at it now. I, don't know. <laughs> I definitely took time off of work for a World of Warcraft release. Like, <laughs> made sure I, like, I was at, dude, it's so, like, that game was super huge, like, 12 to 13 million concurrent subscribers at one time. Yeah. For a while, right? <clears throat> and when it was that big, like, the midnight releases were, like, people would camp out because for the first couple of those, they didn't have the online, you couldn't buy it online, too. You had to literally fucking go to Hastings or whatever. Right. And buy your copy. And places would sell out, and you'd just get fucked. So the midnight release became like this big event, and people would like, "Oh fuck, are you gonna be able to?" It's like tailgating. Yeah, dude, it was like yeah, we're waiting for concert tickets for like that one show. <clears throat> I remember that shit. Right, but the beauty was <clears throat> during like one of the biggest ones that before that you could pre-buy it. We lived in Pullman, and I was like, "Oh fuck, I hope there's a copy at the Moscow Hastings." And I got there at midnight. They were doing a release party. <laughs> the only one. There was like four of us. They had like 30 <laughs> extra. Co- there was no... I, I should have bought copies to sell just, on eBay. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, like, fucking Jesus. <laughs> I remember being like, yes. I was so fucking stoked, dude. <laughs> Wasting part of my student loan to buy a computer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the good old days. We've been getting a lot of resumes at work from, like, kids that are in school. Yeah. Fuck that shit. Have fun. I will. So, uh, what's, uh, what's funny is it, it's, so it's two months in or a month and a half into like the college the semester mm-hmm. and I did the math. I was like, I bet some of these kids are just running out of their financial aid checks. Oh yeah. And they're like, oh shit. Right. <laughs> oh, I don't know what budgeting means. It turns out. <laughs> See, here's the thing. I had steak a lot when I lived at mom's house. So I figured I could just have steak every night every here. Night. No. Turns out, no. Then the beauty is they'll find out about food stamps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Smart. And Winco. Oh, God, yes. Oh, what a... What a lifesaver as a college student. Dude. Like... I mean, that was the only place you could go for a while at a bulk section. Yeah. Like, I mean, sure, you can buy oh, boxes yeah. it was of an macaroni event. and cheese. It was an event. But at Winco, they sold the cheese powder in the bulk section. Yeah. <laughs> so you could just have and cheese. <laughs> Whatever it was. And cheese. <laughs> Set some butter and milk in this powder. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> Boom. And cheese. You got a stew going. <laughs> and cheese. <laughs> Sing. <laughs> yeah, that was a that was an event. Yeah. You get like four of your friends in the car. Everyone gets. Oh yeah, a, I'm going to Winco. You guys. You a couple bucks for gas. <laughs> Come oh, back with yeah. the with the car loaded down, and sometimes you'd stop at the Rosars and buy a keg. Oh yes. Sometimes Moscow? you would buy a keg yeah. at the Rosars. <laughs> 
Jesus, I forgot about that. But you're right. Sometimes you would get a keg, and you'd have to have an address in Idaho to register. Yeah, I remember too. going there. I had I was the only friend with a pickup. Oh yeah, of we course. Lived, we lived at CCM, but we had some friends on the hill that had a house. Yeah. So they, you know, every couple of months yeah, they yeah. throw a kegger, and they. That's what you do. And then I'd be the one to like drive over, and get three or four kegs. And Smart. Smart. And they would they would send me. I realized that I was pretty naive, like pretty stupid this way. I mean, not that I would get caught, but I was right. Like, you're transporting liquor across state lines. Yeah, I would go with like I wasn't didn't even live at the house, but they'd like. I would just go get it without anyone that lived there, and at first I would like give, a Pullman address, and then one day I go, <laughs> what time I go in there? The clerk at Rosar's like looks at you have to fill out the application. They're like no, you can't do. That. And he goes. um... Yeah, you might want to put an Idaho address on there. Cause, That's silly. Because the Idaho State Police is really cracking down on people taking these <laughs> to Washington. So I just went... Fucking thank you, yeah, Rosar's yeah, I don't know. I don't remember what the guy's name was. but he was Who cool. cares? He'll hear it. But I walked out. He'll like, hear it. I was like, hang on one minute, because I didn't know any of the streets. Right. So I go... <laughs> to make you didn't it look have legit. a smartphone. I go out. They I, I went thing. out to the payphone and just looked in the in the white pages. Yeah. Under the name Strain, there was one strain. I wrote down the address. Oh. <laughs> Were you twenty one? Oh, you had to be to buy it. Yeah. Yeah. Smart. I think Fucking. I, was, I think it was twenty two. And then. <laughs> and then, like People the, the following spring, my parents come out for uh, mom's weekend. You know. Yeah. And we're like, we go to Moscow. Like to go out to dinner because there's not much going on you know, mm-hmm, in Pullman. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And my mom goes, says to my dad, "Don't you have a cousin or something in Moscow? We should call him up. We should go say hello." <laughs> they didn't. Answer, they didn't answer the phone, but we drove by their house, and it was the house. It was the address of. Fuck the- yeah, dude! <laughs> that would have worked perfect. Yeah. You yeah. knew him, but in theory. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> What I really hope, genuinely hope, is that people younger than us will get to have those same kinds of experiences. Yeah, I don't know same, about that. In the same relatively envi- consequence-free environment. Right. Now, our consequences were much higher than our parents. Oh, yeah. You know, like, when my parents found out the shit I was getting in trouble for in Pullman, almost universally their reaction was really (laughs) like like the time i got stopped for dui they were bummed and you know thankfully i wasn't above the limit i don't think i was fucked up whatever yeah yeah. (laughs) i don't have to defend myself (laughs) on that one i got a legit dui later i'm a piece of shit it's fine but other than that every time i got in trouble my parents were like really it's like, I mean, one time I'm on the lawn in my fraternity and I dump a cup because I saw a cop and he ran up on the lawn. He's like, well, what's in that cup? <laughs> I was like, oh, it was the day before my 20th birthday and I got an MIP. Yeah. I was like, <clears throat> fucking Jesus, I'm on my lawn. I remember being in the I can pour a cup out on my lawn anytime I want, sir. Yeah. Fuck right off. I didn't know my rights. I yeah. didn't know, you know, he, they just saw a kid they could take advantage of and they did it. Yeah. But like, you know, it seems like a generation ago they were there to look out for you. Right. <laughs> Not to make revenue off of you. Yeah. And I'm worried that like, 
Obviously, you're right. Young people won't get to go through the exact... There's still places like... I hope that the level I know people of that, ramp up was not as bad. I know people that went to school in like Montana. Oh, yeah. Where one of, their, one of the policies of the police department there is that they come up on a kid who's drunk walking around that uh they'll get they just give them a ride home they don't do any they don't right. like, there's no there's no a, we're gonna get you home safe like right. that's their they're not mentality. there to shit on you right dude cause like I'm sure if they run into the same kid every weekend they'll eventually right. be like dude stop knock it the fuck up we, <laughs> we're, we're patient but only so patient right. I mean the one time that I was stopped by the cops in Poland where in retrospect oh. cat nice catch I was like I probably shouldn't I wish this I wish this was on video that it, was like, that's might, probably the fastest that anyone would have ever seen me move it might start to be on video <laughs> in a little while like once we can get the studio yeah set up <laughs> why not yeah like what's the fucking <laughs> what's the problem right but you know, until then. So, you know, maybe six months, eight months. <laughs> well, <laughs> you let's go. Two years, two, three right, years. Oh, yeah, I mean, look, sometime before we cancel the podcast. It takes a long time to get a camera. Like, the mail. <laughs> thing you guys don't understand. <laughs> you got to pack it in there so it doesn't break. That's a... <laughs> yeah, the one time we got stopped and I appreciated it, it was like, my friend Pants... And I were out with Lori, and she was super drunk, and we were, like, helping her get home. Yeah. But if you didn't know the backstory, what you saw was, like, a two guys, super yeah. intoxicated girl with two men yeah. who were not as drunk. And the cops were like, hey, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah. And we were like, oh, dude, it was, like, the first weekend of school. So they were like, what's your phone number? And we're like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> They're like, you don't know your phone number? Like, I, just I moved, moved here three days ago. <laughs> Cell phones aren't a thing yet. Right, like, what do you what mean, you what's my future? phone number? I don't I live in Waller. <laughs> Go find me. <laughs> what's my phone number? Fuck right off. <gasps> that reminds me of the moment one of my fraternity brothers made what was a really terrible discovery for every woman in Pullman. At least in the dorms. Uh-oh. We figured out that the dorm room numbers were sequential on the telephone. Oh, yeah. So, like, if you knew any girl's phone number on any floor of any dorm, yeah, I you knew that. every person's phone number. I remember thinking, like, man, how did they get away with that? <laughs> I don't know, dude. But I had a fraternity brother who used to just call up one number at a time. Like, what's up? I got a half gallon of Monarch. You want to party? No? Okay, cool. Hang up. Next room. Just <laughs> until he would... Chicks would like, eventually. Yeah. You get a chick who's like, yes. Half gallon of vodka? Party. <laughs> Jesus. They're not the classiest broads, but... They're the kind of broads who want to get down on a half gallon of Monarch with a guy who called them up out this of was, nowhere. This was obviously before, like, before you took your women's studies class. Cause I never took any of them. Before that, you wouldn't have said broad. No, 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 that's true. But I never took any, so I still would. Although I hope that it's understood it's in a semi or fully ironic context. Right. Like, 
in the context of that story, which is kind of an abhorrent way to go about meeting women. Right. I think Broad is almost the least offensive part of that story. Yeah. <laughs> like, at the uh. time it was going down, I wasn't like, this is terrible. I was like, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. Because, and I'm not trying to be shitty, but genuinely the kind of girls who were like, yeah, we're not. The kind of girls you were trying to really hang out with. Well, you never know. No, I don't really know. Because I never ended up trying to hang out with them for very long. I was always like, this one is fucking terrifying. (laughs) Yeah. It's the kind of person who's willing to go meet a stranger because he has vodka. Right. I think at any age, that's... (laughs) That's a red flag of, like, someone that... (laughs) I mean, men not, or men or women, right? You don't have a ring. Lady. Any any gender or any person, it's like you don't. You're gonna go hang out with a stranger that you've never met at their home and, because they have vodka. Yeah, you have some issues going on. Yeah, tons. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wonder. If, I'm trying to think if I've ever done that. <laughs> I don't think you have, because frankly. Well, it's just, if it was a phone, definitely not from a phone call. Oh, but if you're out, no, at, a, if that's out a at a whole, party, it's a, yes, or a bar, it's a whole other goes, thing. When you're having somebody a goes, personal, hey, you want to you want to come over? I got, I got booze at the house. Yeah, like that's you got a face to face about like yeah. that's when your lizard brain You've looks got, at that person yeah. and goes, fight, fuck, or nothing. Yeah, and you're like, okay, and then you're like, uh, uh. Uh, or you're like, fuck yeah. <laughs> I've had, I've done, well, I've done similar, well, not similar, not yeah. similar, but I've brought, one night we were out at the bars, like me and the roommates. Sure. And uh, I struck up a conversation with these two ladies. <laughs> they were in from out of town for a night. They're on a road trip. Going from, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Not ladies. Uh, no, they were really nice, but they were on a road trip from New York to Seattle, and they were in Spokane for one night, and they're like, there's nothing going on here in New York. Everything's open until, like, 5 in the morning, blah, blah. and I was like, well... They eat a dick, we, that's was, New York. I said, well, we stay late at the house. You wanna, are you hungry? You want to come over and have an omelet? And they're like, that sounds like code for something weird. And I was like, no, actually, I'm going to go home and make an omelet for myself. What's really funny... And, and I just went shopping and we have a shitload right. of food. So yeah. Come on back. If you don't want to just go crash at your hotel room, just come on over. <laughs> and then they got... We're like, I feel like I've heard this story, but I was I riding. Keep... I was riding up to the... Hu- I was riding in their car to our house. And it was like a little further than they expected to go. And they're like, wait, what's going on? You can really live up here? I was like, yeah, yeah, don't worry. And then I was like, you can drop me off at any time. I'll get out of the car and walk home. Right. It's like, not that big a deal. <laughs> but I do live up here. Yeah. But they came. They had an online. I forget what show we watched. Like, they hung out for a little bit. Yeah. You were like, see, and that's the beauty of the smaller town, right? Right. Is, yeah, less is popping on the surface. Right. More is popping under the surface. That's my or thing. Or equal. Like, when people say nothing go, happens in this time, it's like, you, you gotta you're make, a fucking idiot. You gotta learn you to make your own fun. nothing happens. Well, <laughs> yeah. A, that. Yeah. And B, like, <laughs> nothing happens in Sheboygan. Yeah. Okay? 
or or more nothing. <laughs> like there's a higher. It's like, like when I when I work at the bar and people come. There's actually a lot of people coming in town to visit Spokane because they might move here. I fully, fully fucking buy that. And they will say they'll come into the bar on a Monday or Tuesday night. Like, why isn't this after like a, after a big party weekend? They're like, is it always this dead downtown? And it's like, well, yeah. I'm sure it's always this dead downtown in most cities this size after Halloween or... Right. Oh, my <laughs> God. Whatever. Thank you, the people of Spokane, for not coming to brunch after fucking Halloween. Okay? Can I just fucking thank you all as a people? Because every stupid piece of shit holiday, you have come out the day after in fucking force. <laughs> And a day when I frankly expected it, yeah. the 29th of October, no. the day after a party Halloween. Yeah. Fucking, not, not nothing, but nothing. Like, <laughs> like. You know why? Why? Because everybody got shit-faced. Everybody gets shit-faced well, on Cinco de Mayo. No, no, but they woke up at someone else's house in yeah. their costume. Extra so. fucked up. <laughs> like, you can't come in in your Wonder Woman costume. Right. Except, here's the thing, world. No one gives a fuck. Wear your stupid Wonder Woman costume to brunch in the morning. No one's going to get mad. I would have worn my foot in a flip-flop to brunch. Right. If I if you if had, I didn't have food at the house. I, all I'm saying is, like, the, I like Halloween as a concept. But, like, yeah. Halloween to me is like Dave Matthews Band. Yeah. Right? It's not Halloween. It's the people that love Halloween. <laughs> it's, it's fans. Yeah. And the reason I say that is because, like, if you just realize that you're an independent adult human being, <laughs> and that if you or a group of your friends and yourself agree that you all want to dress up as some shit yeah. in July, no one gives a fuck. We used to do... Like we maybe they almost, do. We used to almost every party was a dress-up party. That's what I loved about college. There was always some fucking theme. Yeah. And it was always like ridiculous, but and oh well. On that note, if your friends or someone you know invites you to a theme party, and you're gonna go, dress as the theme. You must comply. It's or don't show. Otherwise, it's rude, and you shouldn't go. Right. Don't be a dick. Place. Because because this is what can, is going to happen. The thirty people that were invited to the party, right? Of those thirty people, four are going to dress up, right? And you're guaranteed that the host Dresses. or hosts will dress up. And so it's rude to show up not dressed up and have them look like Asterisk. weirdos when you go out after. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yes. Also that that. This is party etiquette. Want yeah. That? Like, just say no. You don't have to go to every party. Right. You know what I mean? And if your friends suggest a party and it's genuinely dumb and enough people say no, yeah. it probably won't happen. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. That's called evolution. Right. It's like, if you, if you don't think that a party that's called All the Faces of Dustin Hoffman is your thing, then don't, don't <laughs> Yeah, go. then don't fucking go. <laughs> Unless you're prepared to dress like Captain Hook. Mm-hmm. Get out. Or rain, man. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I feel like we should do plugs. Yeah. It's getting there. <clears throat> it's, it, it's probably already there. It's already there. Yeah. People are like, Jesus, SoCo, really? 
Really loosened them up. <laughs> well, we also don't do these as much as we used to. And but frankly... That's part of the... It's part of the change in the schedule. Oh, is it? Because either way is fine for me. If that makes sense. Yeah. I like weekly. But I also like... Hey, how long have we done this? You know, it'll be yeah. three years yeah. in the new year. Or in this <laughs> football playoff season, rather. And that's fucking cool as shit. Yeah. But, I mean... As much as I be... That's how I began to feel. And then... I don't know if there's some new weird algorithm that Squarespace is using to track our shit. Or more of you motherfuckers are listening because we talk about it slightly more. Yeah. And hopefully it's the latter of the two because our numbers have gone up. Yeah. There's there's a bump. There's a consistent comma in our numbers on a monthly, which is so flattering. With, with having done... It's so... Very little flat- work. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Other than... Hey, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Do you feel like when I do comedy, it's, uh, like, very, is it personal or is it more, like, objective? Like, I'm an objective observer of the experiences or does it sound more like I'm relating my personal experiences? And if no answer, there's no answer. That's fine. Uh, it feels, well, I know that most, well, I, I'm a bad judge because I know that mo- a lot of them are real. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but Okay, fair. You might be a bad judge. Because yeah. uh... someone was telling me that like one of the things that might be holding me back is like an inability to create a genuine connection with the audience. Uh... Like they might seem like I'm a little too guarded. Like you're talking at I'm not with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really yeah. You know what I mean? And um, I would hate for that to be true, but I could totally see it. I think... <laughs> you know what I mean? I think it's different every... Well, there's probably times where uh, I, it's yeah. like that for you. But I think that happens forever. It's Casey, a diplomat as always. No, I mean... <laughs> a diplomat as always. I'm telling you, man, we are the people who should be negotiating the treaties. Comedians? I mean, yeah, but us specifically. <laughs> they should be sending us proposals. Look, uh, <laughs> send that proposal to the White House. This sucks. This administration, we might be able to pull that off. That's what I'm fucking saying. Be like, hey, this guy gets who, high. They're like, who the fuck are you? It's like, don't worry about it. It'd be like spies like us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, hold on, we're here to fix NAFTA. What? We okay, need to get all right. <laughs> Where's all that? Where's all that? Look, here's isn't the... It, isn't it the rule in Britain, in the parliament, that they propose a... They do two votes? No, it's not. It's no, not it's definitely not Britain. It's a it's, it's a Middle Eastern culture, but I forget which one. If it's Or North African, but it's like... It's a country where they... They, they propose... They do two votes on every bill. Or I don't every, know about like, it... Every I proposal. I don't know about it in a legal sense. I know about it in a discussion, like a... Like, when you discuss a proposal, like... They do, a, they do two votes, though. Yeah, yeah. Like, it has to make sense sober and drunk. Right. 
I know that. Oh no, you know I think it's like Indonesia or the Philippines, maybe. I don't. I don't remember, oh, but I, I know remember. there's a country <laughs> yeah. or a region where that is a that's a prevalent thing. Yeah. And to me, that makes so much fucking sense because here's the thing: you don't have to be blackout, piss in the closet, drunk. <laughs> no, you just have a couple of drinks. Right. You just have four glasses of wine. <laughs> Or if you're a lightweight, two. You have two to three right. SoCo and Cokes. And then you talk about it. <laughs> because you're going to be loose enough to be honest. Right. Or more honest than protocol would allow. Right. And, look, you can still hold your shit together when drunk if you know what you're doing. Yeah. But there's no, there's there's always a little bit of the liquor that's like, no, I'm going to take this one thing from you. <laughs> Like, that's why drunk driving is terrible. Yeah. Because, like, the thing about alcohol is it makes you feel like what you're doing is right. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That's the bummer. Like, when you're driving, like, God, if there could be some magical wonderland where you could drive drunk. You know what I mean? Like, there's that uh, parable that there was, like, a vote to maybe have a, set, a whole second highway system for drunks. <laughs> Which, it's frankly too much work. That sounds <laughs> like a lot of different levels of danger going on. Right, but it's like, if you're on there, you get no insurance. You get no coverage. Yeah. Like, you're just like, you're on the drunks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? You're on the drunk. <laughs> but at the same time, like, just because I want to go to the bar and have a couple drinks and go home doesn't mean I'm going to crash it, sir. <laughs> it's like, sir. <laughs> I'm just saying, sir. Remember what it took to get a DUI How did you get your car parked on top of this house? <laughs> like, think about the fact that George Bush got a DUI in the 70s. Because, yeah. Like, yeah. how do you do that? Just because I go have a it's not of, like the doesn't mean I'm not gonna crash. Doesn't mean I'm gonna crash the car, right. sir. Sir, you're in a parking space still. You're on the side of the car. <laughs> All right, Casey, what do you got coming up? I uh, I got a lot coming up this month. Fucking, let's talk about it, bro. Um, I'll be in the drinking debate. Ooh, when is that? Sunday, November fifth. So in a few days. Wow. Uh, on the team, I'm captain of the team. Why am I hard? Who are your other teammates? Ryan McComb and Matt Dargan. Oh, that's a good team. It's a good team. It's a good team. It's a fun team. It's a hot team. It it's is. A sexy You're team. the weakest link on that team. <laughs> I'll crush. I don't think so. You are. I'm gonna beat you specifically. <laughs> I'm coming for you. Coming for you. That's a good fucking team. Yeah. The teams. Are hit and miss this week. Or this month, I feel like. They could be... Uh, I give gonna... no fucking credence and no fucking quarter to these fucking improv freaks coming into my fucking territory. <laughs> I mean, obviously, they're very nice people. In <laughs> I have tremendous respect for what they do. But this is a, this yeah. is a bombast. Like, this is my character for these things. Right. Like, I'm the best at this. It's not called the Josh Schieffer Drinking Hall of Fame. Right. Now, just because I wasn't the first inductee into the Josh Schieffer Drinking Debate Hall of Fame. You'll never be put in the Hall of Fame you're named after. No, I'm number two. They added me, remember? That's the, that was like... 
That was so low. I feel like I should get a spot in there for like most likely to succeed. Hundred <laughs> percent, bro. Most likely, best improved. Yes, most improved. <laughs> I would give yeah. you a spot in there for biggest commitment to character. Because I feel like even when you clearly see that it's not to your benefit, you didn't <laughs> like stop. Right. And I don't mean that negatively. I mean, like, that's the brilliance of it is you're like, I'm do- we're doing this. <laughs> yeah. Win or lose, this is the gameplay. <laughs> yeah. Fucking go big or go the fuck home. Yeah. It's about entertainment. And I, there's so it's much. It's about respect. entertainment. <laughs> yes. And there's so much respect for that. Yeah. Do you legit have an X on your hands? Uh, it was an initial. Okay. So you got the drinking debate on the 5th. Uh, yeah, and then I'll be that's a Spokane comedy club, mm-hmm. and then this is all clustered together into mm-hmm. a, like one week later on in the month. In the twentieth, Monday, 21st, Monday the twentieth. Right, I'll be at the Buzz, their comedy showcase, the best of. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe Mika Laman's on that. Are you on that? I might be on that. Might Josh Deford might be on that. And I think Lucas Prom might be the other one. Is that it? Who knows? There's been a little shakeup in the lineup. We'll throw. It'll be on. It's on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, you'll see it. <laughs> uh, and then the following night, the twenty first, I'll be in the uh, comedy mixtape at the Bartlett at eight o'clock. Uh, with I think Josh Deford also might be on that. They might. I don't remember the rest of the lineup, but uh, it's a f- that is a really fun show to, to check out in one of my favorite places to do like anything on stage because uh, it's such a good room. So everybody should come out for that. I think I believe it's eight dollars in advance. Ten at the door, I think. Ten at the door, might be seven in advance, but yeah. get, get the ticket in advance, and then yeah, and then you got then you got three bucks for a beer, right? Because they sell three dollar <clears throat> beers there. Cans. Yeah, like a tall cans. Yeah. Uh, but come out for that because we're recording audio and I hear video as well, so it's it's good to have people in in the room. Josh is mad for some reason. And then that uh, that Friday and Saturday, I will be back at the Spokane Comedy Club, uh, hosting for Tyler Bow. Fuck yeah, dude. That's uh, a big week. Thanksgiving weekend, yeah. I think, is going to be a great weekend at the club. Because people have family in town. They're looking for shit to do all weekend. They don't want to shop. It's too early. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you if you go out on Black Friday. It's too early. Uh, <laughs> so come see a show for that. <laughs> Are you done? <laughs> I'll give you a second. <laughs> so the glass hits harder, huh? Or bigger hit? More delivery? The glass gives a bigger hit. More volume. But the reason I'm coughing is because the plastic gives a harsher hit. Oh, is that what you took? Just switched it in the middle of coughing. <laughs> <laughs> Like, fuck this. Okay, so here's the thing. When I got the plastic cartridge, mm-hmm. it's a blueberry. It's that uh, DJ Short blueberry. 
<clears throat> People know that. And it was so fucking flavorful. Like, it legit tasted like, like hard of blueberries. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. It still tastes of blueberries after smoking a different strain that doesn't. But the I think this has maybe glycol in it. Or not glycol. Glycerin. Oh. And this one, the other one doesn't. Oh. And <clears throat> as the glycerin gets lower, it gets like weirdly harsher. It's like... It's like when you eat pho, the spicy stuff settles to the bottom. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Sorry. Anyway, Sorry. the following Tuesday on the twenty November 28th, I'll be... Uh, shit, I don't remember the event space. But uh, I'll be Did in a showcase up in, up in the Hilliard neighborhood at a new, oh. at a new uh, venue up there. What? It's being put on by Dis Casillas. Oh. And, the, and the Social Life podcast. Right, yeah. I'm guessing he's on that show. I know that Hannah Tilly's on that show. And I don't remember who's... I'm going to also I guess that Dees is on a show that Dees booked. <laughs> <laughs> I love Somewhere in the middle, I think I'm supposed to be at Riddler's, but Dees always asks <laughs> me when, when I'm several drinks in. Yeah. And he records the conversation so that he can... Play bring it me, so can bring it up to me later. Does he not understand that, that is, <clears throat> that's not how being drunk works? <laughs> like, being drunk operates on its own time. I was like, yeah, I'll do everything, whatever. Yeah, I don't know, sure. <laughs> that's how I get in trouble, dude, is I get drunk and be like, you want to do that? I'm like, fuck yeah, I want to do that. <laughs> See, here's the thing about you Josh Teeper. He wants... says yes to life. Josh, you want to put your head through that cinder Fuck Yeah. <laughs> Don't like what? Cinder block? Fuck them. Consider it done. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> and as always, come out to Gafal Yourself every Thursday at 10 at Nito Burrito. Yeah, Unless there's a really good touring band. And right. So come out for that anyway. Cause just, just go to Nito Burrito on Thursdays. Yeah. Just stop being an asshole. Yeah. I haven't been to the bar if I cancel, in so If long. I cancel comedy on Thursday nights there, it's because there's a really good band. Right. We're not doing this half-ass bullshit anymore. Also, I don't want to be rude, but it's also just because there is a band playing there. <laughs> <laughs> as much as I want to talk Lately, about it. Lately, we don't have bad bands playing there. You don't have bad bands generally. Yeah. But the thing about the bands that play there yeah. is that I feel like they suffer from what I might if I were to call it something called the Radiohead effect, <laughs> right? Which is that the first time you're exposed to it, you're like, this is fucking terrible. But right. then you hear it again, and you're like, well, now wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> These guys might have something here. Yeah. And then by the third, fourth, and fifth time you hear it, you're like, this is Fucking genius. Are you talking about live or are you talking about listening to someone's album? Uh, like, more like album. Oh, okay. So it's the same performance over and over. But live, it's not. There's like, a thing about live music that I agree with that is like, it doesn't, almost doesn't matter how bad it is. <laughs> if that makes sense. Like, no, because my argument was going to be that if, you, if you're talking about live, seeing a band live, like the first time you see him isn't as good as the fifth. That's because they're improving it. Oh, a hundred percent. At their showmanship and musicianship mm-hmm. and that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, agreed. Yeah, but 
That wasn't exactly what I meant. Right. It meant more like an exposure thing. Right. Because, like, the reality of it is, is that... A the, new sound, like if somebody's... The bands that become, come through the baby yeah. bar aren't all super mainstream. Right. It's not bad. Yeah. Some of them... Like, generally, the way I think of the, the music that comes through the baby bar is that it's, like, a generation ahead. <laughs> yeah, usually, a, like, lot of the, a lot of the bands that tour and come through the baby bar, like the first couple times they come to Spokane, they'll play there, and right. then you'll see them at the Bartlett. Right. And then eventually you see them at the Knitting Factory, or the where, Big Dipper, yeah. or like right. somewhere. Yeah. Because it's just, like, they're just coming through on a tour, they're looking to make some money. To keep going. And just expose their music right. to people. That, and the people yeah. here have never heard of them or mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. We're busy. We get it. There's a million excuses. Yeah. But then, yeah, the second time they come through, three or four people saw it. And they're like, holy shit, dude. You, these guys, like, like, uh, what's that two-person band? Uh, the guy plays slide guitar. Hillstomp. Yeah. Hillstomp, dude. Like, I can remember them coming through the baby bar a couple of times. Very mm. few people. And then next time, like, bigger. And then they were at the knitting factory and the knitting factory. Yeah. And, like, now, do they play the baby bar? I'm sure they might if you guys approach them. Uh, yeah, because usually they play with... Well, when they, they started at baby bar, then they went to Mootsies for their next couple tours. And then right. uh, I think they ended up at the Bartlett. I don't know if... And then... I would love to see you guys court Larry and his flask. They've played at Baby Bar. Have they? Yeah, really? It, Get it the was, fuck out. It was a circus because there's so many of them. When did they do that? Uh, four years ago. Wow. Probably. That band, I saw them at Mootsies. It blew my fucking mind. Yeah. That's yeah. a performance. We got to, when I was still in Fun Ladies. Mm-hmm. You open? Yeah, we got to play with them. Ooh, yeah. ooh, that's a boner booster, dude. No wonder you crush so much puss. <laughs> Nobody cares. They care, Casey. Yeah. Don't lie to yourself. Yeah. They care. We wouldn't talk about it if they didn't care. <laughs> anyway, what do you got to promote there, Josh? I did half your job for you. Um, You did. Let's see. I'm going to be on that show on the 20th at The Buzz. Um... I'm gonna. I have uh, weird some shit going on on the twenty first. That I'm gonna. If there's video, if they're gonna video, I need a new submission set. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Dude, that's why they're doing it. So if they're legit gonna video it, I might have to fucking break some hearts, and move some shit around because I need a new submission set. Yeah. Otherwise, I was gonna. You know, like. And I hate to be fickle, but it kind of depends on that. If I can do that show or not on the 21st. Um, and then past that, uh, way at the end of the line, the weekend before Christmas, I'm hosting for Zoltan Kazaz cool. with feature Ryan McComb oh, right. at the comedy club. I didn't know that he was the feature until I was talking to him at Open Mic last night. Cool. And I was like, hey, are you hosting anytime soon? And he was like, no, no, blah, 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 blah. And then, like, super underhanded, like a total <laughs> bitch like he is, he's like, I am featuring, though. <laughs> and I was like, fuck you, Macomb. <laughs> no, I love Ryan. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's like super, he played it so sly. Yeah. 
just dropped it in and I was like, fuck, that's the weekend I'm hosting, which I'm, I'm really excited to get to host a show that someone from Spokane is featuring on. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. And I'm Dude, doubly yeah. excited to host for Zoltan because he's a, he's a Seattle international winner. Yeah. Um, and he like is really big on the college circuit, which is something I would love to pick his brain about if he yeah. has time. Yeah. Um, other than that, I hope the wine vendors will have me at their new place for their holiday party if they do it. I don't know if they're... I'm sure they're not going to do it. I don't it. know if they've moved yet. I don't care. <clears throat> I love that party. Yeah. There's a chance I might be able to do it. <clears throat> I know. So, I would... Um, other than that, you know, just... Uh, you can find me at ShamShammy. S-H-I-M-S-H-A-M-M-I-E. All social media platforms. I have Josh T. Ford on some. So you can try that. Yeah. I have a comedy page, <laughs> technically. <laughs> Weed and Whiskey has a Facebook page, technically. Mm-hmm. Please do something like it, or if you've made it this far, help. Help. <laughs> help. Um, other than that, Barter Fair was amazing. Yeah, I wanna, did you make it to the fun tent? Okay, here's the thing. You said there'd be With a the games. You said there'd be a. Oh, I called it the games tent. I didn't call it the fun tent, but I only saw one big game, and it was Big Jenga. Yeah. And I asked. He said he, them, he, said he had a giant Connect Four. <clears throat> I didn't see it. Oh. I'm not saying that I combed every aisle oh. meticulously because there were drugs involved. Yeah, he said it was in the like merchant. But the issue is also that, like... There's so much shit going on there. There's a lot of stuff going on, A, in your head, and B, outside of your head. (laughs) And, uh... I went with a person who was a novice drug taker. Uh. And it was cool because one of my favorite things is to be with people as they go through their first... Right. ...drug experience. On any drug. (laughs) <laughs> and so to get to experience someone going through their first experience with multiple drugs uh, was like cool because it's a lot to do. <laughs> it's a lot of trust to put into your companions. Like it's one thing if you've already taken drugs and you know how they affect you. Right. But if you've never taken acid <laughs> and you say, okay, I will take acid with you guys. Right. You're putting a lot of trust <clears throat> in those people. Right. That A, the drugs they're giving you are valid. And that B, they're going to be able to deal with whatever happens mm-hmm. to you. And now I would tell those people that like, hey man, the thing is you're going to have as bad of a trip as you want to have. Like, go right. into a trip wanting to have fun. Don't go right. into a trip after a breakup or getting fired or whatever unless you're looking for a cathartic, brutal experience. Right. But if you want to <clears> have escape, fun, <throat> Right. Maybe. No, no. That doesn't do no, it. No, not with psychedelics. Yeah. <laughs> the escape from, like, the escape with psychedelics comes when you're in a good place. Right. Like, you're in a good place already, and then you take psychedelics and you're like, ha ha, reality's fucking garbage, this is the real world, yeah! <laughs> but if you're in a bad place and you take psychedelics, they'll be like, this is why you're feeling this. Experience <laughs> your pain and get through it. And you'll be like, <laughs> oh my god, this is the worst experience of my whole life. 
tie me down so I don't go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, when yeah. you do psychedelics, there's this phrase set and setting. Like, mindset. Right. And the place you do it. Right. So, be in a good space mentally, or at least understand if you're not in a perfect space. Right. Is that, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then, if you still choose to do drugs, make sure that where you do them is super conducive to you having a good time. <laughs> like, how about it be around only your friends? <laughs> or in your home in your most comfortable spot? Or at the lake in the woods where there's no machines and no noise and no right. cell... Like, cool. <laughs> Almost universally, taking drugs in nature is a good idea. Yeah. Almost universally. There's some drugs that are too visually potent. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't take PCP in nature. And I would smoke DMT in nature, but only with friends. <laughs> if that makes sense. Because on DMT, you're so deep down what's going on in your brain that you might not know what your physical body is doing. Because right. your spirit is like, way, way, way up there. Right. And your body's just like, Stimulus, it's just, it's just stimulus, the, stimulus. Yeah. Sleepwalking. Right, yes. Yeah. Dude, totally. Sleepwalking is like the best way to phrase it. <laughs> and you need to have a friend there's like, hey, that's a swimming pool. <laughs> no, we're, we're going to tackle yeah. you and you right. can still have your trip, but you can't go in the swimming pool because <laughs> you don't know what swimming is and you're on planet Xandor. You're like, no, I got to drink the giant margarita. No, you don't, Brian. <laughs> Come here, we're going to tackle you, you silly goof. <laughs> That doesn't make drugs sound great, and I apologize. <laughs> um, other than that, thanks for listening to our podcast. Mm-hmm. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can address them to Spokane at gmail.com. Or you can look us up at WeedandWhiskey1 on Twitter. This is maybe what people were talking about. Yeah, all this put needs at the to happen way at the beginning. <laughs> Write that down. <laughs> hey, weasel. <laughs> weasel! <laughs>